The Dave Ramsey Show. Chicago Smart Talk, AM 1590 and FM 95.9, the exclusive home for the Dave Ramsey Show in Chicago. Live from beyond the Beltway, this is Bruce Dumont with our weekly analysis of national politics featuring occasional injections of rumor and innuendo all offered up by our panel of political insiders, hundreds of power brokers, public servants, professors, and most importantly, plain-speaking Americans from coast to coast. Tonight featured commentary by Doug Ibegal, an original Trump supporter, Republican attorney Josh Cantrell, DePaul University economics professor Mike Miller, and in our second hour, Bruno Barron, a libertarian, Democratic attorney Coco Sudek, and Lieutenant Colonel Ryan Yantis, U.S. Army retired. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the program. Nice to have you with us this evening. We're here for a full two hours, and uh, uh, we've got uh, lots to talk about. A lot has happened since uh, we met uh, last Sunday night, and this is uh, uh, first welcoming you to uh, Smart Talk Sunday night. We hope to be with you for a long, long time, bringing you uh, intelligent conversation from coast to coast and border to border. Our program tonight comes to you from W comes to you from WCGO in Evanston, which is the flagship for the Smart Talk Radio Network. Um, I want to begin uh, with you, Doug Ibendall, because uh, as I have said in the past, when I have introduced you on this program, I've introduced you as an original Trumpster, and I don't think there's anyone who's been on this program more than you have, and I don't know why music is still playing in my ear, but it is, so we're off to a flying stop tonight. But Doug, let me ask you this question. What is it about Donald Trump that originally caught your eye? You know, I was, um, I appreciate that, Bruce, and thanks for having me back. I, Excuse me for just a second. uh, Excuse me for just a second. Can we just cut the music, please? Connor, can we just cut the music? All right, dial it down so the music is gone, okay? We're going to try to do this program without flaw some Sunday night, and uh, uh, we will still look forward to it because we're in our third show of the year. Doug, I'm sorry. I apologize. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. No, I, I was actually, before Donald Trump announced, uh, before he came down the, the escalator, the famous escalator ride and announced for president, I wasn't, um, I, I wasn't that excited about it. I didn't think that... Uh, he would have much of a chance. I didn't like the uh, the birther thing, but you know he dropped all that uh, you know before he started running, and has never mentioned it since. But I he, he just he just spoke to me. I mean, the man uh, on the very first he, speech, very, very 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 first speech. I mean, I can see okay. this guy was a fighter, and I got to say, I, this is the first time in my lifetime, and I'm not exactly young. First elected official in my lifetime who is not disappointing me in some way. He's actually exceeded my very high expectations in every single way. Let me, bring, man- let me bring Josh Cantrell into the conversation because uh, you have become a very strong uh, supporter of Donald Trump, Josh, but you were not there at the beginning. Uh, when did you pick up on uh, what he was, what Donald Trump was selling? Well, I, I think it was uh, really during the course of the Republican debates and how people reacted to him and how he slayed 17 candidates and came out and um you know but i i was very much uh still hoping until the bitter end to that Kasich or somebody else would rise up but i got to tell you um i echo a lot of what that says um i was a never trumper and i became a 
Trump supporter. And, you know, while I've criticized him over the events of the past week, I am still there. And I think he has been quite an accomplished president. When you say you are still there, does that mean that you would not support a conviction in the Senate? I absolutely would not support a conviction in the Senate. Let's go to Mike Miller. Mike Miller, you were also late to the party. Uh, You did not like uh, Donald Trump's uh, fiscal policies. When did you turn the corner and become a big fan? Uh, When it became clear he was going to carry out many of the policies he stood for, which was to not get us into wars, to remove people when he could, to do some positive things in foreign policy like he did in uh, dealing with Korea and what he has ultimately done in the Middle East and so forth. Uh, And I think while his economic policy uh, against China was economically a mistake, it appears that it may have been uh, politically a winner. And so the guy, to me... I, I, he, he is not my kind of human being. I find him to be narcissistic and thin-skinned and many other things that people say about him. But he's not my moralist in chief. He's, he's the president. And he has policies which are much more in line with my philosophy than anything the Democrats could be throwing at us right now. Doug, let me ask you, because I'm sure you've heard from some of your longtime Republican acquaintances. They may not be friends, but... How do you react to uh, what transpired at the Capitol? What, what's your answer to the question as to whether or not violence was was uh, incentivized in any way? Well, those are those are those those aren't truly members of the Trump movement. I mean, they're they're not. I mean, there there were uh, there you know there might have been some you know true true Trump supporters who got caught up in the moment or whatever and 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 went along with the crowd. I don't know, but there were there were clearly agitators in there from all over the political spectrum. But these are these are not these these people breaking and entering. These are not Trump supporters. I mean, consider Donald Trump has had what, hundreds, literally hundreds, of rallies over the past five years. Not a single incidence of, of violence. Trump. That's not what Trump supporters do. In were fact, you that, okay? That, were that you probably why, Doug? Were you okay with everything that the president had to say? at uh, the, the the rally and the speeches that preceded the violence at the Capitol? It, it, it wasn't new. I, 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 I totally reject the idea that he incited violence. That is just nonsense. I, I, I wanted to mention, Bruce, I watched the show last week, and I heard you mention that, um, that you had not heard Trump say in that, in that um, mall speech that, um, that you had not heard him use the word you know, peaceful, peaceful. Right. or be peaceful. He actually did. Go back and, and listen to okay. it. About ten minutes in, he absolutely did. And um, and but let me also let me also say something that I said last week that others may not have heard. I, I said as I was and, and and as you know, I have been forgiving of of much of what Trump has said. Uh, I've allowed you and others who speak for Donald Trump to be on this program. A lot of people say that I haven't been too aggressive. Uh, or I should be I should be more aggressive, but that's that's where I come from. Uh, however, when I heard him speaking, and again wh- whether he you know t- crossed the line, uh, it, I thought he was making a huge mistake. And I heard those with my own ears. I said that on the program last week. I'm not saying something different to you. Uh, it just it was over the top, and certainly Don Jr. was way over the top, and. Uh, you know, to, to say that there wasn't some connection, I think, is somewhat folly. I mean, some of those people 
uh, were, were true believers, you know, like yourself, but I'm not using you of violence, but, uh, you know, they, 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 they bought it. They bought the over-the-top language, and they acted in an over-the-top way. Well, I, I disagree with that a bit, Bruce, because I believe that uh, there was a, actually, I think we know now, right, that there was uh, pre-planning. People were talking on the interwebs and were already planning on doing that. And there were there were people from all, there were ne'er-do-wells from all sides of the political spectrum. Do you expect, a big, do you expect, that. big, that problems that, do you expect big problems at the inauguration? I'm sorry? Do you expect big problems at the inauguration? That's the question. We do have to pause. I want to hear everyone else's reaction because we've got 20,000 uh, troops standing by in Washington, D.C. They're, they're expecting um, some big knockdown, drag out uh, display, and we'll see whether that's uh, worthy of all the troops that are there. I'm Bruce Dumont. Thanks for joining us tonight. This is Beyond the Beltway. For some, news is about their opinions. We believe the news should give you the facts without bias, so you can form your own. We believe in news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America to give you the information you need. Everyone calls it the news, but we'll actually deliver on it seven nights a week in primetime. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. News Nation, it's your news, your nation. The tween made you see. We are the boy. It's painful concert number three. We are the boy band. We're five and nineteen. We are the boy band. Always singing on key. You love your kids enough to take them to see their favorite uh, band. Love them enough to make sure they're buckled up in the back seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit nhtsa.gov/the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Harrison's Reality Check. Now there's an easy way to monitor for coronavirus at home in a moment. How about that Russian nerve agent applied to Putin political opponent Alexei Navalny by placing a poison in Navalny's underpants proceeding along Russian plane flight? Why him? Well, Navalny was tweeting Putin's party is deeply corrupt and full of crooks and thieves, sucking the blood out of the nation. Feels familiar lately. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com. Fever is a leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Divorce can be complicated, even more so if there are children involved. If you're a father and want to protect your rights, consider Cordell & Cordell. As a partner men can count on, they have helped men with matters like these for 30 years. Visit CordellCordell.com to learn more. 
Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Chicagoland area attorneys online at CordellCordell.com. 4320 Winfield Road, Suite 200, Warrenville, Illinois, 60555. This is Aaron Maslianski, the host of Inside the Skev. Listen live to hear me interview the real changemakers in Skokie and Evanston, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on WCGO. Uh, I want to go to you, uh, Mike Miller. Uh, take us through what you expect to happen uh, this week uh, and on Inauguration Day. Well, I can only hope that the uh, that the Republicans who have been to those hundreds of um, get-togethers that Doug yeah. was talking about are the ones who show up, if they show up at all. Uh, those are the ones who don't commit crimes or create chaos and mm-hmm. riots. Those are the ones who actually make the place cleaner when they left than when it was when they got there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I will be shocked if there's any kind of trouble anywhere in the country. Because I just think, uh, as I think Doug has it right, there were a couple buffoons that were caught up in the, the moment. Uh, they aren't, I don't think, representatives of us. Uh, I'm not gonna be like the, the Democrats and, and reject the man being our president. He's my president. That's just the way it happens to go. Is Joe so Biden I'm, gonna be I your president? I believe that most of us are like that, not like the fools that, uh, did those things is on the Joe sixth. Biden going to be your president, Mike? Yes, Joe Biden will be my president. Mm-hmm. Josh Gandrill, will he be? And your I'll president? fight him, by the way. And I will. And I will argue against no. his policies, like right. having open immigration and a, right. and a growing welfare you'll state. Have, I'll be against plenty, all those things. You'll have plenty of opportunity to oh, do that. Yeah, Doug. Let you, me ask you: you uh, Will he be your president? And uh, uh, does he deserve any honeymoon at all, Doug? Well, as as a lawyer. I mean, legally, you know, by definition, by the Constitution, by law, yes, he will be. In my heart, absolutely not. And no, he, look, I, I don't, I don't, I don't support corrupt Republicans. So why the heck would I, you know, support or unify <laughs> with a corrupt Democrat who, you know, has been calling us, um, you know, uh, Nazis and, and racists for four years? I mean, I, I, we all, I think we all know this guy's a, a placeholder. He's not going to be there very long. I mean, all these scandals are going to catch up with him. Josh Cantrell, let's go to you before we go into attack mode. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I mean, he, he, is the, um, he is the duly elected president of the United States, and I will fight him every bit, and I hope that the Republicans fight him every bit as hard as the Democrats fought Trump. Um, give no quarter at all. It took a long time for Trump nominees to get through the cabinet approvals and the like, and I want to see fight by the Republicans, I, but lawful and peaceful and through legal means, but I don't need, we don't need any more milquetoast Mitt Romney types. Josh, uh, do, do you think that uh, you, you said uh, uh, that uh, you didn't say fairly and squarely, but you didn't see or you didn't say anything uh, wrong with the, the voting and the counting of the voting? Where do you come down on that controversy? Are you asking me? I want, I want to ask Josh first because oh, I think sorry. I think I know where you come down. But Josh, go I, ahead. Yeah, I was just stunned by the um, complete incompetence of the legal team representing the president um, and their failure to, um, you know, you you would see all of this stuff uh, floating around on the internet about fraud and this and that, but they never could, could get a single court win. And 
my view is they should have focused on the process and the fact that ballot requirements were illegally loosened in many cases by executive order without going through the legislature and um, ID requirements were thrown out the window and there was witnesses were thrown out the window all of that that should have been the focus instead of this theory that the Dominion voting machines were hacked or mm -hmm. manipulated or something and to me, that could have been the winning argument. Why they didn't push that more, I don't know. I want to go to Al, who's listening to us in Lake Forest, Illinois. Go ahead, Al. My phone call. Well, I have a, uh, a question that's a little bit off uh, the topic, what you're talking about now. But I don't understand how Trump could be, uh, how the Senate could proceed with a trial to, to uh, convict Trump if it doesn't take place before he leaves office. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not a lawyer, but let me ask Josh. Uh, Josh, uh, lawyers sometimes can find, uh, you know, roads and, and trails where no one else can find them. Uh, do, you, do you see any validity in, in going for a trial after he has left office? I was shocked as well. I'm a lawyer. I'm not a constitutional or presidential lawyer. So I was shocked by it, but I'll tell you this. I think what they're trying to do is to make sure that he's unable to hold the presidency or run for the presidency in the future. That's what this is all about. Okay, well, if I could just interject something here, sure. Bruce. Uh, I read that, that uh, part of, of Article 1, I think it's Article 1, Section 7 or something like that, mm -hmm. and it says that the Senate can, can, can remove him and then take some other remedies. But that seems like the other remedies come after... The main remedy, which is removal and impeachment, is a political process, mm -hmm. not a criminal process, and it is done uh, to remove a president. And I think that the whole impeachment—I'm I'm a lawyer, too. As I read the Constitution, I think that uh, the conviction or the whole trial is moot once he's gone. So okay. and if they enact—if they take other action against him, like— cutting off his pension or saying he can't run for office, I think he's got constitutional grounds for appeal. Well, that is, that, is, lose. that is definitely, that's definitely a second thing. It's not, it's not one and the same. Uh, there would, there would be another vote right. if you wanted to remove him uh, from the ability to uh, seek office again. And let me just uh, say up front, and then I want to get everybody's reaction. To me, when you say, as you are the president of the United States, or you are Speaker uh, Nancy Pelosi, when you say you're looking for unity, the worst thing you can do, in my view, in, for unity in this country right now, is to move forward with an impeachment, okay? He's been impeached, he's embarrassed, he's not been convicted, and if, if someone, if, if he wants to run for election again, let the voters decide. I don't want 435 members of Congress to decide who can run and who cannot run. And I'd say the same thing for a Democrat. Let the people decide. But when you say to 75 million people, when you say to 75 million people, this is what our definition of unity is, instead of what my definition would be, which would be t taking it and shoving up the you-know-what. That's what, that's what the Democrats are trying to do. And, and the president, to his, to his defense and to his credit, the last thing the president wants to happen is that he understands that he's going to have 75 million people against him or 73 million people against him, 
if he goes that route, if he wants to cram this down uh, the voters' mind. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are in this for just vengeance. They want absolute revenge. They could care less about 75 million people who voted for Donald Trump. They just want political revenge, not common sense. That's my, Bruce, that's my view. That's exactly right. It's, a, it's about revenge. And this is not going to be the only thing. I mean, there are going to be state prosecutors coming after him, federal prosecutors. They're going to go after his supporters. We see what's happening on social media. It's about revenge. The Democrats and Biden have no interest in unity. That is just all. Those are just words. And we're going to see some of the biggest vengeance come. We're we're already seeing it, but especially once once Trump's term is over. You know, I, I think it says a lot about the left today. I mean, think back in uh, 2016, you know, 17, uh, when uh, when Trump won, and, you know, the election and then the inauguration. Uh, Trump supporters were were elated. I mean, all all Republicans were basically, except for a few never Trumpers. Compare that to now, the, the the left, even though they got what they wanted, are are, are still miserable and angry and bitter. And I won't call them sore winners because there's zero doubt in my mind this thing was stolen, zero. Uh, but it is what it is. So I won't call them sore winners. They're sore cheaters. And we've never seen anything like this. The, the left seems incapable of being happy. Okay. They will never be satisfied. That's right. just who they are. Leftists tend to be pretty unhappy people, as okay. it is. And, I, and that, Doug, that, this is a great example. By this, by the way, Kate, you just tuned in. This is the... This is the last program of the Trump administration, so we're giving our our Trump people an opportunity in hour number one. We will hear from a Democrat in hour number two and also from a Libertarian, in case you're wondering where the Democrat is tonight. We will hear from them again. Let's go to Edward listening to us in Chicago. Go ahead, Edward. Yeah, good evening. Uh, My question for the panel, do you see anything significant coming out of the New York uh, with Letitia James? Uh, they interviewed Michael Cohen over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Do you see anything coming out of that? I, I would say yes, but uh, Doug, uh, and, and let, let, let's ask uh, uh, Mike Miller. We haven't heard from I'm him. I'm sorry, I, I'm not sure I understand. The question, the question is, uh, they've interviewed the, uh, the U.S. attorney uh, or the attorney general in New York uh, did an interview with Michael Cohen, and uh, uh, the question is, do we expect some legal activity on the part of lawyers in New York to get Donald Trump? Oh, of course they will. I, I don't deny. I, I think that the, and I will make a difference between leftists and liberals. I think the leftists, uh, they have lost all ability to think straight. And I think that's sad. And yes, they will go after him. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if he's guilty, then he should be, he should pay for any crimes that he has committed. Right. It's just, I can't believe for a second that anybody else would be going after if it, if it were anyone but Donald Trump. Doug, uh, question to everybody. Doug, question to you, Doug. Do you believe that, um, how many senators do you think are likely to vote yes on a conviction? Oh, wow. I don't want to, uh, I can see Mitt Romney doing it. Um, maybe one or two others. Murkowski? I, I mean, who, who knows what goes on inside their minds? I, 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 I can't believe, though, that they would, they're going to get to the uh, two-thirds majority needed for a mm-hmm conviction. I mean, the, the, the Democrats are overstepping here, as they always do. I mean, forget about the, there, there, there are smart legal minds, constitutional minds on both sides of whether this is constitutional or not. After someone is leaving office, apparently there's some precedent way back when there was some secretary of state, apparently. Yep.
Biden. When we come, we've got a break. When we come back, I also want to talk about this desire on the part of many, including in the media, to absolutely destroy Donald Trump and to destroy many of his followers. Back shortly. Opinions are everywhere when you watch the news. But what about your opinion? Why can't you just get the facts to decide for yourself? News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, a nightly newscast in primetime that doesn't tell you what to think. Seven nights a week, News Nation will deliver you news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. It's your news, your nation. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Act. Have you noticed that well-known and controversial talk show hosts have recently been censored on the Internet by corporate and political interests? This is Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio. And in order to counter against the suppression of information, we've decided to create our own private digitalized playground called Aftermath.media. It's an exclusive online multimedia library featuring videos, movies, audio clips, archive shows, e-books, e-magazines, documents, and so much more. Our news aggregator, Nucifer, provides current news relating to many of the topics we cover. We'll also be hosting other Ground Zero-friendly podcasts like Into the Parabnormal, with Jeremy Scott and the secret teachings with Ryan Gable. Aftermath.media has a social media platform along with a chat room to interact with many of our listeners. And about once a month, you can chat with me about anything. Mobile apps for Android and Apple are now available. The monthly subscription for Aftermath.media is only $9.99 a month. This includes exclusive access to our library and Ground Zero Archive podcasts. If you're just interested in having access to the Archive podcast, it's only $4.99 a month. So sign up today by going to Aftermath.media. Again, that's Aftermath.media. It's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious. And if you think I'm just going to keep ticking away, you're wrong. I can quit whenever I want, but I like my job. Just treat me better. Maybe we can do some exercise on occasion. After all, we're in this together. Don't let your heart quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. I didn't want to talk. She just sat with me. That was all I really needed. We got back. One day he called me out of the blue. And it's comforting to know that I always can count on him to have my back. She called me from time to time. I really didn't think I needed any help. It took me from being really depressed to feeling like somebody cared to give me some hope. Just that one text. Be there. Your call. Your presence. Your words. Your support. Be there and help save a life. Learn more about preventing suicide at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Hey folks, it's Elizabeth Alfano, host of Plant-Based Life and Style. Tune in every Sunday right here on WCGO. Bruce Dumont back. Thanks very much for joining us. 1-800-723-8289. 1-800-723-8289 if you have a comment. And uh, before we go too much further, I want to reach out and let each of our guests introduce themselves. And uh, let's go to uh, uh, Doug Ibendahl. Go ahead, Doug. Tell us a little bit about who you are and uh, what you're up to. Sure. I've, uh, thanks, Bruce. I, I'm a um, 
a Chicago lawyer, a lifelong, lifelong Republican, if um, Republicans go along and conv with convicting Trump, um, I may revisit that. Do mm -hmm. you think he's going to run again? I hope he does. I, ho I hope he does. I mean, he's my candidate for 2024 until we hear uh, differently. Um, but he's the kingmaker. This is Donald Trump fundamentally changed the Republican Party for the better. He made it a he made it a doer party that actually gets things done. Okay. He brought in all these new people. I got news for him for the Mitch McConnells and the Adam Kinzingers. All these new people, the, the blacks, Hispanics, the, the you know women, all these new people that, that that Trump brought to the Republican Party, they're not staying around. If, if we go back to the old Republican okay. Party, all right. They're let's not. go to Mike. Let, let's 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 stick with the introductions. Mike, give us a little background uh, on who you are. I'm uh, an economist at DePaul University. I've been there since 1980 after finishing my PhD at the University of Pittsburgh. And I am one of those odd birds in academia. I'm a conservative and a Republican at the same time. I am to Josh Cantrell. Go Thank ahead. you, Bruce, for having me on the show again. Um, I am a uh, Republican attorney, uh, practice in the cybersecurity area, and um, I've got an active uh, Facebook blog, and I write a lot with American Thinker and other um and other publications as you well. told me uh, at least uh, on facebook you said that you had a recent uh, blog post and you had over three thousand respondents is that true yes what did it you write the biggest about one, biggest one yeah yes what, what was the what was the significant point that everybody fell in love with um well i i got hit from all sides uh, on this one because i did criticize uh the president and these uh these few supporters, which are, again, not representative of the president, mm -hmm. um, who, who went on Capitol Hill. And so I got it from the right. And then on the left, um, you know, I heard from people who thought that I wasn't uh, condemning him hard enough because I talked about, well, you know, where were you all, the leftists, all summer when your brethren were ransacking American cities and laying waste to businesses mm -hmm. and federal buildings and the like. And so um, there's just a lot of uh, hypocrisy and dishonesty on the left, unfortunately. And I wrote about that. But I also wrote a very positive spin um, um, about where I think the future of the country is going. And I'm positive about the Republican Party if we take the lessons of Trump and move forward. Um, and I'm positive about the country. Um, notwithstanding what's going on right now. What, what would the reaction be, in your opinion, if the Democrats are successful and uh, Donald Trump is convicted in the Senate with the help of a lot of Republicans? What would happen to those people politically? Oh, I think we're, we, they would be playing into just the, there would be so much unrest at that point. I mean, if you want to unite the country, that's the last thing you do. There are 75 million people that voted for Donald Trump. What and do you say, Josh, what do you say to the people listening right now? And they say, yeah, but 80 million people voted against Donald Trump. And I want, I want revenge. I want some revenge. And I, this, is, this is the message I'm sending to my elected officials many of whom are, are, are eating uh, that, uh, that rhetoric up and perpetuating it. 
Well, in a closely divided country like that, that's not how you go about doing it. And keep it, keep in mind that the Republicans made big gains and almost overtook the House. They blew the Georgia Senate, but they should have the Senate. So you're really talking, yeah, 80 million people may have voted for Biden, but gosh, I mean, a, a lot of those, uh, a fair number of those are independents and Republicans and moderates. And they Doug, don't want to see this. Doug, do you agree that uh, that, that Donald Trump uh, caused the loss of two Republican seats in Georgia? No, absolutely not. No, no, Why no, not? no. No, that was that was that was uh, did he help? Did he Trump, help? Trump, I'm sorry. Did Trump, he Trump, help? Trump, Trump, as usual, Trump worked his butt off for those two who are, you know, not the ideal candidates, quite frankly. No, I. I you I, said I, he I did what? You said he did what? That, what did you say he did for them? He, he, did you say he fought his butt off for them? Yeah. What, what, did you what, did you watch yeah. did you watch that speech he gave uh, two days before the election down there? All he talked about all he talked about was the various conspiracies and and why he lost the election. He hardly even referenced the candidate. I agree with you. I don't think they oh, yeah. were exceptionally strong. But to I, say I, that I, he I, was I, in there, I mean, he's in in my view, the reason the Republicans, uh, you know, lost those seats is because of Donald Trump. Oh, I because of everything, because everything that he was saying about the election, and even after he was saying, uh, you know, uh, you know, down there that initially there were some Republican supporters of him who were not going to support the Republicans. Well, I don't think he made a strong case. I, I thought he was weak. It's the, I, I, the analysis is not nuanced enough, Bruce. What happened was, putting aside the not so great candidates, I do think that there were some Trump supporters. Despite the fact Trump was saying vote for these two, you know, bring these two home, I still think that there were some Trump supporters who said in this case, I'm not going to listen and I'm going to teach that Republican Party. They are not supporting my president the way I should. Why does he go in there, Doug? Doug, why does why does he go in there to give this speech allegedly to help? Uh, you know, Leffler and, and, and Purdue, why does he do that? And before that, he says he wants to come down and help defeat Brian Kemp in the next election. Why, why, does, why does he decide to pick a fight with the Republican incumbent governor of Georgia when he's supposed to be helping two Republicans get elected? Because, he, because Trump supporters understand there are, it doesn't matter, party label doesn't matter. It, it, are people doing their job or they're not? And he'll support Republicans that are doing their well, job. Well, some people are saying that the president was not doing his job, that his job was to elect two Republicans, and he, and he obviously, he failed at it. Come on, Bruce. They, and then they, he, say, he said the election we, was rigged. You know, if the election was rigged, why, why would anybody want to go out and vote in 48 hours? If he on, thinks the election wait, is wait, rigged. Wait, wait, one quick point, Bruce. The Republicans lost those two Senate seats because, because Mitch Connell didn't come through on the $2,000, but he was perfectly fine sending millions to Pakistan for gender studies. And people said, a lot of good people down there in Georgia said, enough is enough. I'm Mike Miller to now. you. Mike Miller to you. I want to go to you and find out uh, uh, the the two thousand uh, dollar you know uh, individual payment. Where to, from a political standpoint, uh, where did that play in this uh, Georgia election? Because the president, uh, the president, the president, and M- Mike Mitch uh, McConnell, they both put those Senate candidates behind the eight ball. But I would say I, that the president even more so. I guess I I do think that uh, the president's ego got in the way in terms of, of focusing on his own situation rather than than the two candidates. I'm not convinced that the two thousand dollars had much to do with it, though. I uh, 
How many times can you give people stuff for free? I a lot. Well, I know we're, we're going to find Without out. Destroying the country, though, I I don't know. Josh, do you think it's going to destroy the country if they send you a two thousand dollar check? I, I, it's not just me. It's it's me times um, uh, three hundred million people in this country. I mean, it's just enough. I mean, we got to get this uh, these COVID restrictions lifted and people back to work. All this uh, free money floating around. It's just too much. Do you think that? Do you think? Do, do you think the people are going to reject it? Of course not. Would you reject it if money showed up in your bank no, account? No, of course not. That's what I'm saying. But the problem, it's, Bruce, Georgia, is it was the narrative of two thousand dollars that that U.S. citizens are not getting, but all the foreign aid for all kinds. In of those, in those, in those cases, in those cases, in those cases, the two senators involved did not take a strong stand on where they would come when it came to the two thousand dollars. And you had the president saying, I support the Democrats. Let's get the $2,000 out. And you and you had the president say, get the $2,000 down. Now, the, those two senators, were they supposed to support the president? Because they didn't. They were, they, they and by the way, just... Trump supported $2,000. Yeah, Trump he was wanted $2,000. I agree with Mike. That was a mistake. Yeah, and th- I, do, I do give the president some blame for what happened in Georgia, but certainly not the whole no. blame. I agree with, with, with some of what Doug said. I mean, there was just, there were unique factors. What about picking, on. what about picking on the Republican governor and basically saying that they were going to come down and run against him uh, and, and getting in and getting, jumping into the middle of an internal Georgia Republican political spat? Not a good idea. I agree. That's no, right. Of it wasn't not. a bad idea. It's a bad idea. Doug, would you admit that? No, Trump got that guy elected, and then he wasn't stepping up and doing his He job. got elected, and then the governor decided to do what he thought was best. He followed the president when the president said, let's open up the state. He did that. Then he threw him under the bus. I mean, the, the Georgia governor, the Georgia governor, the Georgia secretary of state did not follow the law. It's that it's that simple. They, that's they, in your, they, no, no, no. It's it, it is. It, it's not that simple because no one has, has, has agreed with that other than you. Well, that's no, no, says. no, no judge, no judge in in Georgia felt that way. Well, they, 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 and I, they, by the they, way, I'm not I'm not saying that that it was great. I'm just saying is you can't go out there and say that the election is rigged, and now go out and vote. That make, doesn't make any sense. But uh, let, let's let's we're gonna we're gonna stop here for a while, and uh, we've got one more segment uh, to hear from uh, Doug and to uh, hear from our other guests this evening, uh, and we will do that when we come back. I'm Bruce Dumont. Don't go away. You should form your own opinions when you're presented facts without bias. That's what we call news. Every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, news has a new primetime home. News Nation, without all the talk and without an opinion, so you can make yours. It's not how it used to be, it's how it should be. News Nation, seven nights a week on WGN America. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com because it's your news, your nation. 
Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Whether you're a pro on the job site or managing properties, clean and safe is your number one priority. And Lowe's has the pro-grade cleaning supplies you need. We go beyond the basics, bringing you commercial cleaning from top brands like Clorox, Zep, and Rubbermaid. And in larger sizes, so you can take on any cleaning job knowing you have the quantity you need. Shop Lowe'sForPros.com and have your items delivered or pick up in store. Lowe's, the new home for pros. U.S. only. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers greater confidence in you. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing matter license in all 50 states and MLS consumer access.org number 33. Tune in to Married with Microphones. We're JT and Leanne. Each week we discuss real life on the radio from the perspective of a 40-something married couple juggling family. Family, Check. careers, Check. today's challenges, Check. and more. Drink. <laughs> Special guests include <laughs> life coach Boo Archer, sports analyst Mike Thompson, fitness experts, and a whole lot more. We even give each other a relationship report card each week. That's always interesting. Married with Microphones, Saturday night at 6 on WCGO. Hello, this is Danny Farrell. Inviting you to join me right here on WCGO every Saturday evening starting at 9 p.m. for the original Big Band Showcase. What we'll be doing is covering the music from the 1920s, 30s, 40s, and the good big bands working today. I'll also have interviews with the people who made the music popular from time to time. Now that's Saturday evening at 9 p.m. right here on WCGO, 1590 a.m. and 95.9 f.m. Chicago Smart Talk, AM 1590 and FM 95.9, the exclusive home for the Dave Ramsey Show in Chicago. Bruce Dumont, this is Beyond the Beltway. You're listening to a Smart Talk radio discussion this evening. And I should mention to you, uh, uh, to those that just tuned in, uh, this is the last uh, broadcast of the Trump administration, so we had a Trump slant to hour number one, and we're going to hear from Democrats in hour number two, including uh, Bruno Barron, who is a libertarian, frequently comes down uh, uh, on a side opposite the president, Coco Sudek, who is always opposite the president, and Lieutenant Colonel Ryan Yantis, U.S. Army retired, and we're going to find out where he comes down because we do want to talk about uh, the buildup of military activity uh, in Washington, D.C., and in state capitals around the country, hoping that everything will uh, be uh, calm and peaceful and we will have uh, demonstrations, but they will not be of a riotous nature. Let's go to Austin, Texas. Uh, let's go to Cassie, listening to us on KLBJ. Go ahead, Cassie. Hello, are you there? Line one, are you there? Cassie, going, going, and let's go to Joy in Spokane. Are you there, Joy? 
Well, Joy's not there. Let's go to Dave. Are you there, Dave, in Spokane, Washington? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> okay, go ahead. We'll take hey. your <laughs> okay. one out of three. Go hey, ahead. Uh, well, I'm just uh, always amazed that the Democrats can't seem to put a bunch of things together. They all seem to think that everybody's upset just because of this election. It's, oh, why won't these Republicans accept the election? Well, it's not just about the election. It's about accumulation of things, not to mention a bunch of crying wolf issues over the last few years. Right. But it goes all the way back to Harry Reid and the nuclear option. People are upset about that. Of course, that came about to bite them in the butt when that's why, you know, President Trump was able to get three Supreme Court justices through. But at the time, they thought they were just the smartest people in town to do the mm -hmm. nuclear option. Uh, but then it's all the cry wolf things whether it's the Muslim ban, right? The whole media, everybody has to say Trump's terrible, he's got a Muslim ban. Well, if you actually do the diligent work and look into it, uh, out of all the biggest Muslim countries in the, in the world, it's like 75% of them are not on the Muslim ban, not to mention right. the list was started under the Obama administration. Right. And then they call him a racist. And he did prison reform, HBCU extensions of their funding, empowerment zones. I mean, so many things. And, and to try and say he was responsible for these riots is laughable. I mean, you, you look at the voice inflection and what he actually said and compare that to, remember one of the AOC uh, squad members said, we're going to impeach the mother effer in, her, yeah. in one of her, well, when she was giving a speech. If that's not inciting something, I don't know what is. So it's the hypocrisy. And, they can't, and by you know, the way, the Maxine, we should understand. also mention that Maxine Waters, the veteran Democrat from California, she was the one that uh, mid last year, she said that if you see any member, uh, any Trump supporter or any member of the administration, exactly. go up and scream and yell in their face if they're having if they're if they're in a restaurant. I mean, that's that's absolutely ridiculous. That that is that is urging incivility. And by the way, here's something else. If the election turned out differently, Oh if God. the election turned out differently, how many riots would we have in U.S. cities for the last 10 days? Count them. How many cities in the United States would be erupting if Donald Trump got elected? What's your answer to that? 10, 20, 50 cities? Do you think that the political left and those that support the political left in this country, do you think they would just sit home and twiddle their thumbs if Donald Trump had won this election, don't kid yourself. And the media would have been cheering those riots on. Yeah. They would have said, well, they have a right to be upset. That's Suddenly, right. Democrats don't have a, uh, don't, you know, they have to have a right to be upset, whereas Republicans can't. I mean, you had Never. people saying that, that Josh Hawley and, and Ted Cruz should, be, they, they, they shouldn't be able to, on a, they should be on a no-fly zone because they disagreed with several other members of the U.S. Senate and, and, and wanted to have this amendment uh, it's you know, discussed. Yeah, it pretty much is, yeah. Well, we but know, nobody for seems example, to, that Harry seems Reed to care said about that it. Uh, Mitt Romney paid no taxes. And the reason he could get away with that without being uh, accused of libel was because he was on the floor of the Senate. And he is protected. And the same thing is true of Cruz and so forth. Mm -hmm. the, the, the Democrats, do, they, their hatred of Trump reduces their ability to think straight and to react to principles as opposed to emotion. Mm. Dave, thanks for your call. We're going to go back. We think Joy may be back Thank on the line. Uh, Joy, are you there in Spokane? I am. Good. We, I'm, well, I'm glad we found um, you. You're up there in Spokane. Yeah. Uh, Dave was in Spokane. We have yeah, two Spokane so calls back to back. Do you guys know each other? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. What? What? <laughs> I... I heard music instead of you, so I'm not sure what what was being said. <laughs> well, um, I have that same problem so when I'm sitting I'm right here in the studio. 
Go ahead. I'm a lifelong Democrat. I'm a lifelong de- Democrat. I think of myself probably probably on the more moderate um, side of it. Yeah. And it was only with Trump's um, election that I started to listen to the um, the right um, radio and stuff because I just couldn't understand how he was elected. And so many of the descriptions, especially today, just do not fit me. And so I'm not sure who is being described. Okay. Um, but I'm not out for revenge. I don't think it was just a few um, buffoons who did this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that throughout these four years that um, Trump has been extremely dangerous to our country. And I think a lot of Democrats in particular, and I know people on the right will say, oh, not this race card again. But I feel like so many people on the disadvantaged side, and that often does include minorities, Mm -hmm. that his policies have been so ditching. And so everyone can say, let's just get everyone back to work. But those who are being killed by COVID are often Hispanic, often Pacific mm-hmm. Islanders, are often black. They're in the essential jobs, so they are working. And I think Joy, I so Joy, I Joy, I, I appreciate for. Joy. Excuse me for interrupting. I appreciate your call. Music is playing again. We're about to go to a break and switch to, to three more guests. But I also hope that we can come back here a year from now and see if all the criticism against Donald Trump. Is any of it still viable? I'm Bruce Dumont. Thanks to our guests in hour number one, hour number two, coming up. some, news is about their opinions. We believe the news should give you the facts without bias, so you can form your own. We believe in news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America to give you the information you need. Everyone calls it the news, but we'll actually deliver on it. Seven nights a week in primetime. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. News Nation. It's your news, your nation. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Matt always knew he wanted to be a doctor. That's why he makes the most of every day. To study before breakfast. To work hard. To do whatever was necessary to achieve his goal. He found an answer in the military. If you have a passion, a vision for your future in any field, todaysmilitary.com can be your path to a fulfilling career. You have a calling. We have an answer. Find your way at todaysmilitary.com. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. 
My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career I can be proud of and supporting my family. America's veterans are on their most important tour, the tour of their lives. I'm a veteran. My victory was going from homeless to home. At DAV, we're on a mission to help veterans get the benefits they've earned. I'm a veteran, and my victory was finishing my education. DAV offers veterans of all generations a lifetime of support for victories great and small. My victory was proving that disability is not a limitation. My victory was getting my service dog a new best friend. We help more than a million veterans every year as they face and conquer their challenges. My victory is being able to be there for my family. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Standing up for what's right. Helping out when things go wrong. Seeking the truth and speaking our minds. Not just making records, but breaking them. Leading the way behind the camera, beyond the runway, and on the silver screen. Not just making our mark, but making a difference. Now that's a job for a Girl Scout. Girls. Are you looking for a way to be creative right now? Have you ever wanted to learn how to watercolor paint? You can now do that from the comfort of your own home with Zoom watercolor classes. Finally, a fun Zoom call to look forward to. Get professional, real-time instruction from nationally showing artist Victoria Elizabeth. She's an artist from the Chicagoland area and has a degree in watercolor painting. These classes are step-by-step, so everything is broken down with easy-to-understand instructions. Our painting subjects are nature scenes, landscapes, botanicals, and more. The benefit of real-time instruction is you get to ask for help whenever you need it. The classes are affordable, too, at just $15 a class for two hours of instruction. Visit her website at victoriaelizabethart.com to find out more about these Zoom classes, events, workshops, and more. Again, that website is victoriaelizabethart.com. Well, Chief, what's all the excitement about? You're listening to Smart Talk. You should get a medal for this. 1590 AM and 95.9 FM. This is a big one. Bruce Dumont Beck, thanks very much for joining us for hour number two. Uh, in this segment, uh, we have Coco Sudek, and she is a Democrat, has been on this program a number of times. Uh, we also have Ryan Yantis who is lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Army, uh, retired. And also we have Bruno Barrent, who is an outspoken libertarian and one of my favorite reads on um, on my Facebook posts. They join us in hour number two. Uh, Coco, I want to begin with you because uh, you're the first official voice uh, of, a, of a Democrat that we've heard this evening. And my question to you is, uh, by moving forward with an impeachment vote in the Senate, how does that bring the country together and address Joe Biden's desire for unity? Well, I think, it's a, I think it's essential that we look into the crimes that the vigilantes committed and also the assault on our democracy that was what happened on the 6th. If we don't look into these crimes, if we don't look into how this happened and what happened and who was responsible, then we cannot address the problem. And the problem is gigantic because for the first time, True uh, American voters took it upon themselves to use violence to overturn 
a, an election. But if we, Coco, if, if we were to, and, uh, Coco, and, let me finish. Let me finish. If, if we were, is, wait just a second. Yeah. If we were to do that yeah. and go after the perpetrators who were involved in the violence, and and I don't, th- I, I'm not disagreeing with that at all. But frankly, what does that have to do with people who want to move the country and bring the country together? Those people can be prosecuted as they should. But again, what does this have to do with punishing? The president, even though you think that he may have been inflamed or offered inflamed rhetoric, what does it do to them? What does it do to the person that's waiting to have, you know, the $15 minimum wage raise uh, to, to some of the other issues, to have their school loan uh, reduced? Some of the other legislative things that Joe Biden uh, says he wants to do. And frankly, he's going to need some support from Republicans to do some of these things. And those well, those people are put on hold or, or waiting for a check, waiting for right. $2,000. Right. The Republicans ought to also want to know what happened and who was responsible and how we can avoid this in the future. This is an attack on our democracy. I agree. Is we cannot let it might delay the work of the Senate, but they will send the articles of impeachment, not immediately, you know, maybe after the first hundred days. There will be plenty of time, I think, to get Joe Biden's agenda pushed through the Congress, or at least to make progress through the Congress. But, but you're what saying, is essential but Coco, what you not say, lose well, this moment no. when a president asked his people, first of all, fostered a lie that the election was, was rigged and stolen when it wasn't. And some and, people and disagree with that. A bunch of members of Congress did also. And and then had his followers march down to the Capitol from a political but, but Coco, from a political sense, let's say everything that you've just said is true. Yeah. But how does this affect the, the, the family, the husband, the father, on the west side, the south side, and, and in any urban area around the United States who needs help to put food on their table, and they're waiting for a $2,000 check, no, and the new a, Senate and the new House, Bruce, they're, they're, Bruce, they're not we getting... We should do more than one thing at a time. We're great I don't think we can. And to say that, I don't think to we say, can. Wait, to say that we don't, we don't hold people accountable until we fixed every other problem in the world is ridiculous. Of course we can. Donald Trump was oh, Donald Trump was found and, and held accountable on election day. That's my reaction. Let, let's go to Bruno Barron. I want to get your reaction, uh, Bruno, to the question. Uh, uh, how does this help with unity if the Democrats are going to go after Donald Trump uh, personally? It, it doesn't help with unity at all. Um, look, I'm all for investigating the people who burst through the barricades or whatever. I'm all for investigating the Capitol Police who mm-hmm. uh, seem to have take down the, taken down the barricades or did whatever they did. I'd love to have every iota of that action investigated. Me too. We all know that Trump tweeted some stuff the day before, and we also all know that you could call that in, you could call that incitement on one extreme, and you could call it a, a tweet on another extreme. And everybody who, if all sides switched immediately, everybody would be saying the same thing. There, there's one reason and one reason only that Trump is being impeached. And this is because the Democrats, in some ju- with some justification based on some crazy people's actions, the Democrats have blood in the water and they are going to bite every limb they can. And they want to, every Republican on record for voting for or voting against and they, they know, here's what they know. The Democrats are very smart. They're much better political operators than Republicans are. Oh, they know amen. that every Republican who votes to convict or every Republican that votes 
um, against impeachment. They, they, they have them split over a, a, a knife's edge. If they vote against Trump's interests, they're gonna, the Trump people are going to vote them out and, they're, and the party's gonna get more extreme. And if they vote for Trump's interest um, or if they vote against Trump's interest, then they're going to, um, then the Trump people are gonna vote them out. So they know exactly what they're doing. They're very clever and mm -hmm. the impeachment is nothing more than scandalous, nasty, divisive um, uh, power politics. And I know, everyone in the world knows this. I know that Coco wants to respond, but I want to go to Ryan Yantis. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Ryan Yantis joins us. Uh, Ryan, what, what is your opinion as to what's happening uh, right now? And uh, um, as a military man, how do you feel about 20,000 troops on the Capitol grounds tonight? Um, Bruce, first, thanks for having me on. And uh, this is going to be an interesting uh, hour. Uh -huh. The uh, 20,000 troops in D.C. is uh, a very interesting border surge, uh, is the way I describe it, because we have taken that, the national capital region and we've encircled it with a fence and we've manned it with troops to keep uh, our citizens at bay. And uh, whether they are pro-Trump, anti-Trump, left, right, whatever, you know, that's the, uh, that's the, the result that we have. And uh, it's an irony to me that uh, for one party that was vehemently against border security on the southern border uh, seems to be welcoming and insisting upon border security at the inauguration, which is going to be a very lightly attended, as I understand it, virtual event. Um, do you, ex it is do you sad expect, to me, do, do you expect it, a tr trouble, uh, Colonel? Do you expect no. trouble with, with 20,000? You know what? The the uh, law enforcement uh, officers, whether federal or national capital region, they have the first uh, line of defense, if you will, on arrest authority. Uh, D.C. is a largely federal area, uh, so there is a bleed over between municipal and metropolitan police and federal law enforcement. The National Guard, unless they, what I understand, unless they've been trained and certified as law enforcement, whether by military specialty or civilian occupation, they are precluded from engaging in law enforcement activity. Mm -hmm. uh, the guardsmen that are there are for uh, area and space control, if you will, <clears throat> not for uh, that, that direct action with other citizens. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've been trying to gather what I can from uh, my, my computer out here in the north part of Illinois. Uh -huh. and. Uh, it's been an interesting exercise. I want to find out a little bit more about what you're picking up on your searches, and then I also want to come back to Coco to respond, and also Bruno as well. 1-800-723-8289 uh, is the phone number. And again, if you are one of those people that uh, you're, you're waiting for your stimulus check, you're waiting for uh, some government action, uh, are you willing to wait another two months or three months for it? Uh, and do you want reaction or action uh, on the impeachment vote in the Senate? For some, news is about their opinions. We believe the news should give you the facts without bias, so you can form your own. We believe in news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America to give you the information you need. Everyone calls it the news, but we'll actually deliver on it. Seven nights a week in primetime. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. News Nation. It's your news, your nation. We are the boy band. Your tween made you see. We 
It's painful concert number three. We are the boy band. We're five and nineteen. We are the boy band. Always singing on key. You love your kids enough to take them to see their favorite uh, band. Love them enough to make sure they're buckled up in the back seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Harrison's Reality Check. Now there's an easy way to monitor for coronavirus at home in a moment. Many of you enjoyed last week's story on the Australian lyrebird, sort of a cross between a peacock and a kookaburra that can literally memorize and mimic any sounds it hears to attract a mate. Well, here's another real sound from the lyrebird, where it mimics a car alarm it heard from the woods. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com. Fever is a leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. The Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Squares Sweepstakes is back. It's the largest official game of Super Bowl Squares ever with millions of dollars in prizes. And best of all, it's free to enter. Every score change, someone wins $50,000. Just enter for free at RocketMortgageSquares.com and it could be you. Touchdowns, field goals, safeties, extra points. Every single score change will draw one lucky winner from the square to win $50,000. Plus, two grand prize winners will win a half a million dollars they could use toward their dream home. One way to enter, two ways to win. See rules and enter for free at RocketMortgageSquares.com. Then tune into the Super Bowl on February 7th to see if you bring home some dough. Rocket Mortgage, official mortgage sponsor of Super Bowl 55. No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 U.S. In DC of age of majority. Ends 2 4 2021, 11.59 p.m. Eastern. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states, NMLS number 3030. The NFL entities as defined in the official rules have not offered to sponsor this promotion in any way. Mike Jackson Outdoors, Sundays, 8 to 9 a.m. on WCGO Radio, 1590 a.m. and 95.9 FM. Mr. Mont back, we continue, and uh, Coco Sudek, uh, you were. Uh, Chomping at the bit to get in there when uh, Bruno Barron was speaking, so uh, we'll let you uh, take the floor right now. Go ahead. So I want to respond to the question about whether this impeaching Trump is good for unity. Well, let me say this: Trump, we we cannot we as liberals and progressives cannot go forward united unless Trump is called to account as the president for what he did for inciting this riot and pushing the big lie. And I would think that the Republicans would also wanna have this inquiry because if not, Trump is gonna run again and they're gonna be saddled with him and he is polluted. The question about unity though is really a red herring. It's really, it's manipulative. I'm actually, I'm really offended by the framing because this is not about unity. This is about accountability and about establishing a baseline level of conduct (laughs) That the president must. So is must, Joe Biden? Is Joe Biden stand, wrong? Is, is Joe Biden wrong because he keeps talking about unity? I mean, unity always sounds good, but for, for unity, one side or a couple of sides in an argument, they've got to change their opinion. They've, they've got to back down from uh, 
what they believe in. You know, the Republicans are talking an awful lot about unity, but they don't actually talk about anything they're going to do to bring about unity. Right. It's always the Democrats that have to in some way apologize, compromise, step back, take a step back from our principles. Republicans are absolutely doing nothing when about have, when, unity. When Not have the Democrats, when like have the Democrats backed away from what was when done have the Democrats the backed away from their their uh, their their principles at this point? I can't, I can't think of any. It seems to me Who's the it? ones that are always genuflecting uh, are the Republicans because they're because they're not good at politics. They really are not. The Democrats are ten times better at oh, politics. I totally disagree with you. Okay, well tell me. I think the Democrats are terrible at politics. We're good at governing, but we're terrible at the getting elected. You guys come up with all these fantastic names for things that don't mean anything, but like, and this framing you've got now that we shouldn't hold Trump accountable because it's bad for unity, that's brilliant politics. We would never think about that kind of lie to come to frame Coco, an issue. It's Coco, brilliant. Coco, listen, yeah. Donald Trump was held to accountability on election day. No, he's Ten, just a moment, after just election a day. moment, All just a moment. Let day. me finish. Yeah. 80 million people, 10 yeah. million more than voted for Donald Trump, allegedly. They thought that Donald Trump should be kicked out, booted out of the office. All right. Yes. And you know what? That's what's going to happen in 48 hours. Now, again, in this campaign, there was there were questions about the veracity of the votes. The Republicans and anyone has an opportunity to complain about that. The Republicans chose to take it to the nth degree, and that's and that, and that was the the vote last last week uh, that, that that followed the, uh, the the incendiary speech. So they they've done that, but but now the Democrats they they want to uh, they they want to completely uh, excise uh, Josh Hawley and and Ted Cruz, and there were several other Republican senators. That were going to vote for their for their legislation, which didn't happen. Their 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 bill didn't didn't make it, and all they wanted to do was they wanted to have they representing their constituents, they wanted to have an an investigation into what went wrong on election day. That's what they wanted. Nothing and and now you have, and now you have people that don't even up. want to let them was, on an airplane. It was all made up. Right. It was all made up. This was all a lie. What they were doing was they were saying from the states of Texas and Missouri to the state of Pennsylvania, we don't think you enforced your own laws correctly. We would like to tell you how to do it. And there was no evidence that that was justified or rational or based in any kind of fact. That is all a lie but that's, to appeal that, that's to your Trump's opinion. Bruno, courts. I want to go to Bruno. Let Bruno respond. We want to keep everybody involved in here. First, of all, first of all, I don't I, I'm, I'm not going to discuss the differences between the states, I think. I think there's a valid, uh, there may be a valid argument to be made from both sides as to whether one state should just allow anybody to do anything or whether another state uh, d doesn't allow that. The, what, what, let, let, let's look at this very simply. In, and, and this, is, this uh, exposes the Democrats for what they're doing, which is very clever politics, but very bad policy and very bad cultural warfare. Um, the fact of the matter is Trump is gone. Uh, in 48 hours, he's not going to be president anymore. He's probably going to be sued 10 ways to Sunday from every vindictive Democrat for whatever everything he did, whether he gets whether he gets convicted of it or whether he goes to court or or uh, or is found guilty as a, as a defendant or not. 
And there's only one reason they're doing this impeachment. And it has nothing to do with holding Trump accountable. It has to do with forcing Republicans to either repudiate their Republican base right. or kowtow to the new Democratic zeitgeist, both of which are toxic solutions for any Republican. It's very clever. It's very cynical. It's very dirty. It's very mean. And it's very Machiavellian. And it's what's to be expected from the likes of Pelosi and Biden, Obama and Schumer. That's what they're doing. It's so obvious and simple. Why don't you just admit it and say, hey, this is smart politics. And I would nod my head and say, yeah, it is. Coco. Are you there? You're talking to me? Yeah. What do you think uh, about what, what uh, Bruno just had to say? That this well, is, this mean, is a, this is a power it, grab. It's it's no, a it's a it's, power grab, and uh, I was uh, they're, muted, they're, I was muted be because that's what else progressives do. They no, mute, no. they mute anything they don't like. They mute them. The uh the look the 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 thing is, I'm a Democrat and I love this country. Good. And what Trump has done is horrifying. And we would love to move on. Democrats don't actually love to fight like this. Really, we love to pass things and solve problems. But we're now at a point in which. Donald Trump is not actually going away. He still commands hordes of people. And but he needs to be exposed as the charlatan and the criminal that he is. And there's also a chance that a vote could happen after the impeachment vote. So you believe keep that him you from believe running for office again believe, and that is Coco, important. You believe that Donald Trump has he he has committed a a a, a, a capital offense and you want to eliminate him. You and your and your coterie of liberals you want to say no. to the American people, you know what? Yeah. I'm not going to give you a chance in 2024 to pick him again if you want. I think I'm not going to give you. You yeah. have lost that right. Can I tell you I, that, why? That's what Can you're I tell saying. you why? Forget everything else. Wait, let me tell you why. Forget no, but tell me. Else. Answer that it's question for me. Right. It's not the speech. Right. Forget the speech. Forget the lie. The big lie. Okay. Here's here's how we know that he shouldn't be president again. Because when the Capitol was being attacked by his vigilantes. He sat and watched TV, did not go into the sit room and order defenses. He didn't, you know, return any kind of phone calls. People were trying to call him and everybody around him and say, we need help sending the National Guard. I believe that was earlier, but I'm not going to debate it. And he didn't do it. He watched TV for four hours while the Capitol and his own vice president were being attacked. That was okay? that, that was totally wrong. I disagree with president totally. again. We, it's let me, too dangerous. Let me go, let me let me go to uh, uh, Ryan Yantis. Ryan, uh, again, I want I want to get back to uh, where the hearts and minds of the military might be in this situation. Uh, there are some early on that suggested there might have been some complicity on the part of the Capitol Hill police to make things a little bit easier for this group. Uh, have you seen any evidence of that based on your experience? On you know, the Capitol Hill police, yeah. I'm really not the person to answer about them. Uh, I've met a few of them. Um, seem like good folks, professional. Uh, my experience in the military, uh, soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, we swear an oath to protect and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, bear true faith and allegiance to the same. Mm -hmm. uh, in one rifle platoon of 40 soldiers, you're going to have somebody so far to the left that they make Coco look like a, a staunch conservative and somebody so far to the right uh, that they would make uh, you know, Ted Cruz look like a liberal. 
And they might be battle buddies and they might get along famously and never talk about politics and know that that's the, the third rail. Uh, the military prides itself on being a political and following the, the rules and the, the guidance that's set for it by appropriate civil authority. The, uh, what's going on in DC now, uh, and I'm sitting here thinking about the constitution that I've looked at and I've read and I swore that oath to, and I don't know of a condition where the president once leaving office uh, could be impeached. And you know, that would be an interesting little wrinkle in constitutional law uh, to make that happen. And what authority you could have to stop somebody from running for future office. And that's kind of chilling as well. There are, the reason the constitution is a contract and it is a limiting contract that puts constraints on government and government power to protect individual rights and to set that framework for us to work and live with and cooperate with each other. And when You're, people start playing football with it, that's when I start getting annoyed. Coco well, to, uh, Coco Colonel, to you. Based can I tell him? Go, go ahead. I'll tell him, I'll tell him ahead. part of the Constitution that allows this. Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. No person shall hold any office uh, who, having previously taken an oath, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion. Okay. So yes, I mean, that is actually, there. it's there. That's the 14th Amendment, which was written after the Civil War to preclude former Confederate officers who had taken up arms and Confederate, and guess what? The Democratic Party put them back into leadership position in Southern states uh, as part of I mean, the Reconstruction. You know, yeah, we, and no, the Democratic was, Party definitely deserves, uh, we definitely were, the Democratic Party was definitely terrible for African-Americans after Reconstruction in the 1860s. That's absolutely true, the 1860s and 70s, 1880s, and Woodrow Wilson, he's not our good period. And FDR. Every administration has its wrinkles and shames. We've got to pause. I want to come back. When we come back, I want to talk about the people who worked for Donald Trump and the Trump administration. Should they be banished forever? Should their should their future livelihood be cut off? I want to hear from everybody on that subject. I'm Bruce Dumont, back for Opinions are everywhere when you watch the news. But what about your opinion? Why can't you just get the facts to decide for yourself? News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, a nightly newscast in primetime that doesn't tell you what to think. Seven nights a week, News Nation will deliver you news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. It's your news, your nation. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. 
Ever get the feeling that a clean car just runs and drives better than a dirty car? That's because it's true. Evanston Car Wash has been serving the North Shore communities for over 60 years, helping hundreds of thousands of cars stay clean, preserve their value, and give you a nice, clean ride. Not only will Evanston Car Wash make your ride sparkle, but they use a soft cloth that doesn't risk damage to your vehicle's surface. A car is one of your major expenses, so don't trust it to just anyone with suds in a bucket. Treat it right by taking it to the Evanston Car Wash. Pick from a variety of car wash packages starting at just $8, and you can save even more money by joining their membership program. Evanston Car Wash is open every single day. That's seven days a week at 8 a.m. Located right there on Dempster Street, just east of McCormick. For full details on custom wash and detail packages, just Google Evanston's Best Car Wash, and Evanston Car Wash will pop right up. Evanston Car Wash, the North Shore's number one car wash choice for over 60 years. AncientLifeOil.com. That's AncientLifeOil.com. Are you stressed? I mean, who isn't? Anxiety creeping in? No, not that. Is sleep hard to attain because your brain just won't slow down? We're living in crazy times, and the fear knob has been turned up. Okay, there's an answer. Take a big breath, exhale, and go log on to AncientLifeOil.com. CBD. Broad and full-spectrum, organic and non-GMO CBD for you to enjoy. Change your tune from fear to calm. From brain overload to clear thinking, 0.003 THC on full spectrum and 0% THC on broad spectrum. Competitive pricing with the best quality. Also know everything is going to get better. No worries. Be happy. CBD can help calm so your nerves don't think they're a six-string electric guitar. Enjoy life, smile, and log on to ancientlifeoil.com for great CBD. That's ancientlifeoil.com. You'll be glad you did. This is Aaron Maslianski, the host of Inside the Skev. Listen live to hear me interview the real changemakers in Skokie and Evanston, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on WCGO. Bruce Dumont back in Evanston, Illinois. Nice to have you with us this evening. Uh, let's go to each of our guests and let them take uh, about 15 seconds and introduce themselves. And we'll begin with Bruno Barron. Bruno? Um, hey, everybody. So, Bruce, uh, it's wonderful to be on your show. As, all, as always, I've been on for quite a few decades now, I think, on and off. Yep. Um, and uh, I'm a senior fellow at the Heartland Institute. Um, I'm a free market kind of guy, but I'm also unapologetically social, socially conservative. I'm an independent conservative who doesn't follow any party line. And, um, boy, is this country in trouble, and we've got to really take care for it right now. We should also mention that Bruno Barrett is a prodigious uh, a blogger on his, uh, on his posts. And I want to mention that uh, uh, you can read many of them if you go to Beyond the Beltway Fans. Beyond the Beltway Fans is for people who've been on this show who want to share their thoughts and opinions. And uh, uh, in our first hour, uh, we had Josh Cantra, who does it frequently. Bruno does as well. So if you hear somebody on this show... And it's an invitation to people who do appear as guests on this program. Uh, send me whatever you want to send, and we'll share it with our whole audience. Coco Sudik, I had the pleasure uh, last year of uh, meeting you. Unfortunately, it was at the funeral of a good friend, Michael Bauer, who is a frequent guest on this show for many, many years. We have become friends, even though I disagree with you virtually every time you open your mouth. Yes. But go yes. ahead. Tell, open your mouth and tell everybody who you are. Um, uh, hi, my name is Coco Sudek, 
Um, uh, I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Bruce, for having me. And I mostly disagree with you and the way you frame your questions, but that's all right. We're still friends. Um, uh, I am a business lawyer. I help people make things and money. I believe in capitalism that's regulated. Okay. And Ryan Yantis, Lieutenant Colonel Ryan Yantis. Ryan, a little bit about your background. Turn your microphone on, please. Ryan Yannis, Army officer, retired, who's Zoom uh, impaired. The uh, Pentagon 9-11 survivor. So I was one of those lucky 20,000 that was in the building when the plane hit. And uh, fortunate to uh, make it out upright. And, and I'm now out here. I've done leadership training and coaching. I worked in the state of Illinois. So, Coco, I'm sorry. The Democrats don't govern well. Uh, the... Uh, thing that I'm working on now is we have a number of World Trade Center and Pentagon survivors in the Midwest. We're coming up on the 20th anniversary, and we're putting together a book with uh, individual stories uh, and an overarching narrative. Uh, it's going to be nonpartisan, and uh, it's not there to stir the pot, or it's just to share those experiences, remind people what it was like from us as individuals on that day, and a little bit of the arc of the past 20 years as we've moved from survivor uh, through recovery to uh, some cases wellness and beyond. Okay. So. All right, let's go to Steve who's listening to us in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Steve, you're on the air, line two. Hi, hi, Bruce. You know, I'm really sorry for you, Coco. I happen to agree with you almost 100%. And yet in the first hour, all there were were Republicans, and now you're facing three people who disagree with you, including your good friend, Bruce. So I wanted to give you some uh, verbal uh, backing. Well, and, let, me, uh, let, me, let me just uh, say, because I, I do want to repeat this, that this was a special show because it's the last show I of the know. Trump administration, and there will be opportunities in the f uh, in the future where most of the guests will be Democrat. But I think Coco is doing that, a that'll great job. That will be good because some of the guests from this from the first hour were a little bit off the wall, in my well, opinion. Well, they're, uh, you know. They've you know, I, 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 so, the... the um, Thoughts that I had was, uh, I disagree vehemently with Bruno. It is, it is, this was a Trump oh, with his language, and you should read the Wall Street Journal's article today that's titled, Proud Boy Seizing Trump's Call to Washington Help Lead Capital Attack. Now, I'm just going to read you one short paragraph. And this, this was Trump's words that were understood for, by the way, not just recently, but for the time before he was elected, when he denied knowing who David Duke was. This was all, all understood by the far, far right, and nobody on this panel is like that. I had to, uh, certainly understand that. Yeah. But he was calling out to these people through basically code words, and um, what they said is December, after... Trump tweeted about the 1-6 rally and said, be there, we'll be wild. The Long Island chapter of the Proud Boys posted that Trump supporters have been waiting for the green light from the president. Everyone who said, Mr. President, just say when, he just did, the Post said. This is what these people, now I'm not saying Trump was a Proud Boy, but his language, not just after the election, but before the election, allowed this uh, far white supremacy people, it, gave, it emboldened them. It energized them, and now we're going to be faced potentially, and I hope I'm 100% wrong, it has metastasized. And there is a certain part of the population that will look upon January 1st, I'm sorry, January 6th, 
as a day of liberation. It will be commemorated. It will be used as a recruitment tool, just like ISIS would recruit for its people. And this happened under the Trump administration because he never, starting, starting before Charlottesville, but even in Charlottesville, could not actually say, oh, this was terrible. And he never came out strongly against these crazy left, uh, right, far right, and certainly he came out against the far left, and I have no problem with that. But he kowtowed. He didn't want to lose. They thought they were his voters, part of his base. And he never stood up to them. And because of that, uh, he absolutely deserves to be impeached and convicted in the Senate because what he did, in my opinion, I'm a lawyer, was, was effectively was seditious. A ca- and a capital, basically a capital case where again he should never be able to hold office, do anything ever again. And would you go? Would you go the next step, and that is those people who have uh, enabled him as members of the administration? Do you believe, as some have suggested, that they should be blackballed for any future employment because of what they did for four okay. years or however uh, long? All right, I'll answer that. If they were, if they were legitimate workers in the administration. Uh, I would not blackball them. But some of the people in the administration who were worked under Trump, uh, like a Stephen Miller, should mm-hmm. absolutely be blackballed. Mm-hmm. So since, since the call, and I'm, I apologize for not remembering the caller's name. Stephen. So let me, let me just respond to him since he was coming out after what I had said. Um, I think there's a big enough gray area in Trump's behavior and, and in, in, the spa, in the spot between Trump's behavior and what I said about very, very aggressive Democratic uh, 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 Machiavellian tactics to understand that it's like, and Bruce, you, you haven't said this to Coco or the caller, but you would easily say that I've been one of the most skeptical conservatives yes. regarding Trump from the very beginning. Right. And I was the one predicting right before the election on your show that Trump would destroy the Republican Party. I just happened to be four years too late, um, you know, and, and, and have some of the mechanics wrong. But the, the fact of the matter is, I am no super Trump fan. Um, and, and But what I'm saying here is that what, what you watch the Democrats doing, if this was only about Trump and let's call Trump to account for what he said and did before this, thing and let's really investigate it. I no one has a problem with that, but there's far more mechanics going on here. I'm a prodigious Facebook user. I have, you know, most of my Facebook friends are conservatives. A good number of them are progressives. And every single progressive in the country right now is doing a journalist uh, Slack um, tech uh, uh, narrative. And the false narrative is that Every single person who voted for Trump, all 75 million people who voted for Trump are just as guilty as Buffalo Bozo with his horned idiocy. And and all of us deserve and all of us should be silenced and all of us should shut up and all of us shouldn't be allowed to talk. And and there's a big gray area in there. But the fact of the matter is that's what they're pushing. And it's completely valid for every single one of us people who are conservatives to push back on that false narrative. Coco, do you agree with that description from Bruno? No, not at all. Not at all. Mark, I mean, uh, there are, correct him. I'm seeing I it. Think there's a, I think there's a good portion of Trump 
voters who stormed the cat who stormed the Capitol, mm-hmm. who are you know sort of terrible. But that mm-hmm. doesn't mean I don't think they should be. They should get to vote, run for office, uh, earn a living. And your question, your question was, should people who worked for Trump be blackballed? The yeah. answer is no. Nobody okay. should be blackballed. Good. Good. This is a really extreme case in which I think a president shouldn't get to be president or hold an office again. I'm not. I mean, I don't have any. I don't have. But any you have decisions. Forbes magazine. Forbes magazine Holly suggested or, that. Or Wait, let me say. Let me say one more thing. Yeah. I would, however, love it if a lot of the Republicans who have worked in the White House and a lot of Democrats who have worked um, for various presidents weren't always the same people who the media look to to figure out what's what. So there's a, right. But I don't believe in blackballing anybody. That's good. Uh, Ryan, I think you probably agree with that, right? You don't agree with the, the dictate of the Forbes magazine to single out the many of the women that were involved in the communications effort and they're saying that they will... They will call up companies that that hire any of these people and uh, make their lives miserable. That doesn't sound like a good idea. You know, I think it's a, a horrible precedent. And um, you know, wh- one of the things I'm going to circle back to: you, you got to, if you're going to do the impeachment, it needs to happen within the next 48 hours, or it's kind of moot. Right. Because once he is no longer president, uh, no longer sitting in office, uh, it goes to civil trial and it goes to open federal court. Then you have all those things lawyers love to do, discovery. You have the continuations. Um, I I looked it up. Uh, We had a lot of riots and things carrying on in 2016, uh, right after Trump became the president. We've got got a break right right now, Ryan, and then we'll be back. And we're going to back. You should form your own opinions when you're presented facts without bias. That's what we call news. Every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, news has a new primetime home. News Nation, without all the talk and without an opinion, so you can make yours. It's not how it used to be, it's how it should be. News Nation, seven nights a week on WGN America. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. Because it's your news, your nation. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Harrison's Reality Check. Now there's an easy way to monitor for coronavirus at home in a moment. A mad rush continues to build more of President Trump's border wall before his term ends. Mr. Trump's bypassed legal issues by gutting wildlife refuges and reshaping Native American lands under the name of national security. At the end, a partial wall, environmental damage, and a rich construction company, or 18, will be his legacy. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com. Fever is a leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. 
Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. It's JT and Leanne. Join us right here on Chicago Smart Talk for Heart and Home, presented by Exit Realty. Each week, we'll have a lot of fun with exciting features and talk with some of the top real estate industry leaders right here in Chicagoland. The show brings you up to date with trending news items, local market conditions, hot listings around the listening area, and also opportunity if you're looking for a great career in real estate with Exit. Heart and Home, Sundays at 4, right here on WCGO. Friedman Place, a place for hope, learning, family, a place for living, art, caring. Friedman Place, a 501c3 community for adults who are blind or visually impaired. Won't you consider supporting our mission by volunteering or with a charitable contribution? Friedman Place, friedmanplace.org or call 773-989-9800. Chicago Smart Talk, AM 1590 and FM 95.9, the exclusive home for the Dave Ramsey Show in Chicago. Mr. Montbeck, remember uh, Donald Trump said he wanted to bring the troops home before his administration ends, and he appears to be doing that. He didn't say they were all coming home to... Worked the inauguration of Joe Biden, but a lot of troops, 20,000 of them, National Guard troop and regular troops uh, in the Capitol this evening, and uh, uh, many of them also are uh, patrolling some state capitals in the United States. Bruno, uh, there's been a lot of hype about what might happen on Wednesday of this week. Uh, do you think there's going to be a, a trouble or not? I, I would hope not for a wide variety of reasons right. for all Americans. Um, and I don't you know, who knows? But let, let's 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 be clear. After last Wednesday, all of the antenna are up. All of the services are amped up to full volume, um, and they've got perimeters. And you know, so I don't think so. But let's hope not. Okay. Um, what happened Wednesday was a just a, a, a massive mistake. It actually looked to me a lot like an operation. And I, Again, I, I would agree with Coco on this, although possibly for different reasons. I would love to know exactly what happened on Wednesday and why. I hope we will find that out again. Coco, do you expect problems Wednesday? I don't. Okay, I don't either. Uh, I, tr- I trust. I, I, I trust our government. I trust the military. I, I trust the Secret Service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Ryan, do you agree? You, you yeah. sort of alluded to this earlier in the broadcast. Well, in, uh, I, during the break, I pulled it up to make sure I'd read what I read. But, um, yeah, I hope this coming inauguration is peaceful uh, and that there is no, uh, no problems uh, across the country. But in 2016, uh, there were demonstrations. There were cars set on fires. There were six police officers, Metropolitan Police in D.C., who were injured. Yeah, it's, it's an AP News report, so it's pretty sure it's not too biased. Um, of those 217 folks who were arrested for uh, that misconduct, uh, only 39 either pled out to lesser charges or were convicted. Uh, and those cases took months. 
So anything that we have regarding what went on last Wednesday uh, in the Capitol, um, it's going to take months to get that mm -hmm. sorted out. Uh, the due process and the getting evidence and getting it presented in the federal courts, uh, that's going to be the important part in that level of accountability. Coco, I want to go back to something uh, we, you kind of smiled at when I said uh, that I think that the Democrats are much better at politics than uh, than Republicans, and you shook your head. You, you don't agree with that, but you know one one thing when it talks about you, you, they, the Democrats obviously, uh, you know, they Donald Trump lost the presidency. They didn't do as well in the House as they thought they would do. They came back, winning two seats in Georgia, so they 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 hung tough and they were at least even in the Senate. And uh, now they, because of the actions of the president. Uh, and the way in which the opposition reacted to it, uh, Donald Trump is going to be the, the first president ever to be, uh, you know, impeached twice. We don't know whether the result is going to come in before or after or maybe never on the second impeachment. But the one thing it has done, it's raised the level of Republicans wanting, actually I think going to be forced to take a stand. They're either going to be for the impeachment or against it. And in 2022, there are 22 Democrat, 22 Republicans, by the way, I'm sorry, who are up for re-election in the Senate and only 10. So if the Democrats can successfully move for some kind of a vote, they're going to demand of every Republican senator up or down and it could create a situation where many Republican senators will be primaried and they will lose their seats. Now, to me, that's some long-term thinking on the part of the Democrats, putting every one of those Republican senators behind the eight ball, having to stand up for where they come down on this issue. You're shaking your head. You think that's too Machiavellian? Yeah. The Democrats? Yeah. Yes. Of course. I, I really, I do. we're not Machiavellian. We're not that good at this. Um, you don't think that's crazy. ever, you don't think Can that I, what I've just, uh, that's ever, it's ever crossed Nancy Pelosi's mind. It's, I, first of all, she doesn't run the, 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 the elections right. in the Senate. That's right. Um, but also, Schumer's no, I really don't. I, I don't think, I don't think we're that good at this, but I, I will tell you what <laughs> I do think the impeachment is. I think one part of the impeachment is that he was, he seemed such a threat after that day with a week to go or whatever it was, nine days to go, I think they really, I think the, the, the House really felt like he needed to be put on notice and everybody needed to be put on notice. What was the even threat? Even if they couldn't get an impeachment what was vote the, what in the was Senate. The, what was but the I threat? also will say that if that's their, I mean, even if it's their strategy, two years in politics is a lifetime and Democrats are particularly bad at reacting against the backlash that comes after we win an election. So I don't know that I would put it, be put it, placing bets on the Democrat oh, strategy. Oh, I, I wish think, I could, I but I, I think I, I, I think that's part of it. I think that Bruno, do you agree with that as a strategy? Well, I, that, yeah, I mean clearly there's plenty of precedents, but then the ground has shifted under the nation since 1994 and 2010 and 2014. So we're we are in uncharted territory with the virus and with lockdowns and with cancel culture and with uh, the, 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 the fact that the fact that every single person who votes Democratic 
almost all of them or a great many of them support the cancel culture and restrictions of free speech of people who disagree with them. When we, I want to thank Bruno Barron. I want to thank Coco Sudek. I want to thank Ryan Yantis for being with us this evening. Also, uh, Connor McKnight for his assistance in the show. But next week, after four years of Donald Trump, we're going to be back here next week. And all those issues that the country has, they're now on Joe Biden's plate. And our guests and callers can call in every single week and ask why it's taking so long to solve the problems. I'm Bruce Dumont. Good night from Evanston, Illinois. What is hope? Hope to me was just that he would get to come home. I had no idea how hard it would be once he got back. I wish she'd stop drinking so much. She thinks it's helping, but it's not. I hope she sees that soon. I act like I don't care if he comes to my games, but I hope he does. I used to hope he'd find happiness again. Now I hope. Our marriage makes it. I hope Grandpa will get help. He thinks it's too late, but it's not. With everything that he's going through, I hope he sees a counselor. I just want my brother back. I hoped he'd get help. Stop hoping things would get better on their own. He told me to stop asking. I didn't. Then one day he asked for a ride. Hope is knowing there are other families just like yours that the veterans they love got help and recovered. Go to maketheconnection.net and turn hope into action. Matt always knew he wanted to be a doctor. That's why he makes the most of every day. To study before breakfast. To work hard. To do whatever was necessary to achieve his goal. He found an answer in the military. If you have a passion, a vision for your future in any field, todaysmilitary.com can be your path to a fulfilling career. You have a calling. We have an answer. Find your way at todaysmilitary.com. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career I can be proud of and supporting my family. America's veterans are on their most important tour, the tour of their lives. I'm a veteran. My victory was going from homeless to home. At DAV, we're on a mission to help veterans get the benefits they've earned. I'm a veteran, and my victory was finishing my education. DAV offers veterans of all generations a lifetime of support for victories great and small. My victory was proving that disability is not a limitation. My victory was getting my service dog a new best friend. We help more than a million veterans every year as they face and conquer their challenges. My victory is being able to be there for my family. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Standing up for what's right. Helping out when things go wrong. Seeking the truth and speaking our minds. Not just making records, but breaking them. 
leading the way behind the camera, beyond the runway, and on the silver screen. Not just making our mark, but making a difference. Now that's a job for a Girl Scout. Girl Scouts. It is estimated that 1.5 million people are arrested for DUI every year in the United States. In Illinois alone, over 30,000 motorists are arrested for DUI. Driving under the influence of alcohol, marijuana, or drugs is one of the most complex of traffic charges on the books. Most people do not understand the complexities of the standardized field sobriety tests, which are horizontal gaze nystagmus, the walk and turn, and the one-leg stand test. Due to improper testing procedures, many people are wrongfully charged with DUI. Whether you have been charged with a DUI or an attorney handling DUI cases, the book's DUIs Decoded explains the proper procedures for standardized field sobriety testing, breathalyzer testing, and the penalties in Illinois for driving under the influence. DUIs Decoded is written by nationally recognized DUI expert witness William Pellerinos and is available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com.